It's This Week in Bourbon. It's your eight ball in the corner pocket of bourbon news. And here's your headlines for December 2nd, 2022. Kentucky Distillers Association is seeking proposals to refresh branding assets for the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. Blue Run Spirits is announcing its final whiskey release of the year called the Blue Run Winter Solstice Collection. And Heaven Hill announces the 16th edition of Parker's Heritage Collection. But before we get started, here's a quick word from our partners. Do you ever pour yourself a bourbon, swirl it around, and then start struggling to come up with tasting notes? And perhaps you're also looking for a good Father's Day gift idea. Well, you can now solve both with a kit from Nose Your Bourbon. And unlike other nosing kits on the market, Nose Your Bourbon kits feature real ingredients for the most authentic aromas. You can smell real Tahitian vanilla bean instead of some synthetic aroma that's just made from chemicals. So head on over to NoseYourBourbon.com and enter code BP10 for 10% off your order. From their bar to yours, Chad and Sarah of the popular YouTube channel It's Bourbon Night bring you their favorite at-home old-fashioned mix with the new Elemental Elixir's Golden Hour Syrup. It's a custom-made syrup with notes of bold black tea, warm spices, and orange zest. All you need is your favorite whiskey and ice. No bitters needed. One bottle makes 16 drinks, so that's only $1 cocktail before you add your own whiskey. They can also be enjoyed in other cocktails or spirits, mocktails, coffee, tea, and anything you can think of. It's crafted locally in Lexington, Kentucky, and you can get your bottle now at whiskeyambitions.com. And they're off for another Gift 270 2020 Unicorn Raffle. Your $20 ticket gives you not one, but two chances to win from our lineup of 20 Woodford Reserve treasures, including the grand prize, the rarest unicorn yet, the Woodford Reserve Kentucky Derby 150 Baccarat Edition. Only 150 bottles were made and is just like the one the Derby winning owner receives. Quit horsing around and get your $20 tickets now at Give270.org. Charitable Gaming License ORG 0002703. Ed Bly and Rising Tide Spirits are back again with a new release of Old Stubborn Bourbon. And this release of Old Stubborn is a premium hand marriage of 10, 11, and 12-year cask drink, barely filtered pot still bourbon. It comes in at a staggering 123.8 proof. And the flavoring grain for this one, which the last one was weeded, but this time it's now rye. Rich, sweet, and bold with a long finish that's sure to be another eye-opener. You can order online at Sealbox or thebourbonconcierge.com and you can even purchase in person at Revival Vintage Spirits and even now with very few select stores in Kentucky. You can get it now while you can, but be sure to do it because it's not going to last long. Welcome back, everybody. Kenny and Ryan here with doing some bourbon release news this week in bourbon, everything that's coming at you. It's all about the bourbon news. And I don't know if it's just because we're approaching the end of the year, but we're running really thin. We were sitting here talking beforehand, and I was like, there really isn't a whole lot to, to talk about in regards of industry stuff. There was, I mean, there was some industry stuff, but, uh, you know, try to keep it a little, little bit geared towards bourbon. Yeah, everybody's laser focused on uh, probably the holidays. They're like, ah, we're done. O&D, you know, we, we did all September, August and September were very busy with bourbon news, and now they're like, let's just let it sell and move on to 2023. O&D. I hate, I can't stand the term. It's the, it's my uh, fingernails on a chalkboard is when I, every time I hear O&D. <laughs> I remember because, the first time we got in this and somebody said, we need it by O&D. And you're like, what does that mean? And 
I didn't know what it meant either. Yeah. They said, and you're like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. October, November, December. And in any other industry, maybe not even that, maybe anybody you're just talking to in normal life, they go, oh yeah, you mean Q4? Like that's, that's what it is. You don't start the year going like, uh, you know, JFM, right? (laughs) You don't don't start saying that, (laughs) you know, it's just Q1. And you get through ma'am, March, April, May. (laughs) No, that's not in a quarter, but, uh, (laughs) What would be the next? It'd be AMJ. I got to get through AMJ. I just think it's ridiculous. I get three-letter acronyms, but that's just ridiculous. But that's just the... the that's where you come from, you. tech world. Y'all are all about the acronyms. Yeah, but for ridiculous-sounding tech names and products and stuff like that that you don't need to say out loud 42 times, so it's easier to do it like that. Everybody, everybody understands what Q4 is. You don't have to rewrite. That's like that's me saying instead of you know wearing an HAT on your head, you just you know, just say hat. <laughs> yeah, fair fair enough. That's me just nitpicking at it. But let's get to the the minimal bourbon news we have. It is minimal, my friend. So let's go ahead and get to it. So this is something to be a little bit local here in Louisville. Uh, but if you're not local, that's quite all right. You can still participate online. So it's the fifth annual Bourbon and Benevolence Charity Auction and Bourbon Tasting. It's coming quickly. And this is being hosted by Kentucky's original black bourbon enthusiast, otherwise known as Kobe. And they are announcing the launch of their signature online auction. The auction will be open to bidders, even if you're not attending Bourbon and Benevolence in person. And it's going to go live, well, it says Monday, November 28th, which means it's already gone live, so you can go and check it out. And it can be accessed at proxybid.com. That's P-R-O-X-I-B-I-D.com. This auction will benefit Apron Incorporated. So the local 501c3 provides financial relief to food and beverage industry professionals. The main event, which includes the live and silent auction and tasting, will take place on Saturday, December 10th from 6 to 8.30 p.m., which I believe Lauren and I might be going to, with extended hours, which they are pretty well known for their after-hours parties, beginning at 9 p.m. Through the tasting portion of the event is actually sold out, but there is still an opportunity for anybody to actually help go and help raise money for Apron Inc., and you can win some premium bottles. And that's going to be done, again, through their online silent auction. They will have an elite selection of auction items to bid on, including allocated vintage bottles, and one-of-a-kind distillery experiences. There will also be a rare opportunity for the general public to take home select Kobe single-barrel picks, including a few specifically, sorry, selected specifically for bourbon and benevolence. Bidding for the auction will end on Saturday, December 10th at 8 o'clock p.m. Yeah, I saw this online. They got some some great bottles on there. I saw you William Weller for like 600 already or something like that, so. It's already at 600? Damn. It went quick. Yeah, that, we love those guys at Kobe's and girls, I'm sure. Is there girls involved too? But I would uh, imagine. Yeah. So you're going to their party? I am. I am. I got an invitation from somebody else that's going. They're like, hey, you want to come with us? And I said, you know what? Every year it seems like I have some excuse or something going on that always coincides with it. But I was asked about two months ago for this. And I said, all right. Let's clear our calendar. Let's make it and and be there in person for it. So yes, we're gonna we're gonna be there for it. At least what was the day? It's in the, it's in the calendar. It will be on December tenth. It's on a Saturday. So I gotta gotta make sure the the kid is gone for the evening so we can <laughs> the get kid. out and get our boogie on. <laughs> I can't wait to see you boogie you and Lauren 
<laughs> get down on it. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those things that uh, we'll be going to that. I don't know about the after hours thing. I've always heard about the after hours because I know at one point they did it over at Bourbon's Bistro. If you go up there, they have a, a an area at the very top. And I looked at some pictures and it looked like sardines in a can, like everybody's ass to elbows in there, holding drinks in the air and having a good time because you can you can really pack that place. But it's uh, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, I know you and after hours. That's that's your that's when you start peaking. <laughs> <laughs> My night usually doesn't begin until ten p.m. Well, yeah. Whereas mine starts to crash drastically. <laughs> I would say on rare occasions, yes, I can I can be quite the the night owl. But n- during the week, man, I'm I'm kind of like you. I'm turning into bed around ten thirty nowadays. Now, what huh. I know. I know it's just one of those things. I don't know. Maybe it's getting old. I need to get back in the habit of working out again. My body's just getting lethargic and I just need to need to get a little pep in my step. Exercise plan starts, you know, January 1st. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah. Like you said, diet starts next week. <laughs> diet starts Monday. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the Kentucky Distillers Association, they are announcing it is seeking proposals to refresh branding assets for its world-famous Kentucky Bourbon Trail tourism attraction and develop a digital platform for the exceedingly successful Passport program. The KDA created the Kentucky Bourbon Trail Tour back in 1999 to welcome visitors with a behind-the-scenes look at the world's most iconic bourbon brands. The Kentucky Bourbon Trail Craft Tour was born in 2012 to showcase the burgeoning craft distilling movement. Mandy Ryan, who's the KDA's Director of Kentucky Bourbon Trail Experiences, said that the last branding project happened back in 2009, when only a handful of distilleries actually participated. Additionally, the KDA is looking to develop a digital passport program to meet modern visitors' needs. The KDA created the passport program back in 2007 to encourage guests to explore multiple distilleries, and you got a free t-shirt as a reward for visiting the mall. Currently, visitors can purchase a physical Bourbon Trail passport and field guide containing the information about both distillery attractions, and passport holders are able to unlock items and experiences that they can only purchase or enjoy. So I guess if you are in a creative mindset or you are an app developer or you know how to write, do logos, now you can go ahead and put your RFP in there for, or your RFP response in for the, for the Kentucky bourbon trail. Okay. What's an RFP, Mr. Non-acronym? No, say (laughs) Well, I mean, it says right there, they're seeking proposals. So an RFP is a request for proposal. So it's. That's pretty universal along a bunch of a bunch of different types of industries, but you you essentially you put it out there and you can go on their website. It has all the specs of everything that they're asking for. So there's like three new logo designs and some other stuff that's that's in there that they're requesting. And as a part of that, you essentially put in you say this is what we can provide and this will be our cost. And then they'll go ahead and they'll look at it and they'll look at your your book of work that you've submitted prior or any kind of answers to questions, and then they'll they'll have a what you in our industry would call a bake off. A bake off, okay. Yeah, where you would probably bring in two or three of them and test them against each other and figure out exactly what you like. And if one performs or better, test. Yeah. or a blind taste test, there you go. I guess if you're going to bring it back to that, I guess that's a more apropos way of doing it. 
Yeah. Well, are you going to submit something? Uh, no, my friend. I have zero time to sit there and start building. Lo- I don't build logos anyway. You remember the first logo we had for this podcast? Yeah, it was bad. It was like a <laughs> was logo in a jail cell. Or <laughs> yeah. it was a microphone in a jail cell. Yeah. Yeah, I tried making a, uh, it, was, it was a microphone on a barrel head, and I just did it in Photoshop thinking, oh, yeah, this is this is great. And yeah, that got us through about one year. And then you go to take it to print. And they're like, we can't print this. This is, this is like forty two thousand colors in here. <laughs> so we're like, all right, well, we need we need somebody to design us a real logo. So a few years ago, we actually found somebody who used to work for Heaven Hill, and they made our current logo that we have today. And it's still running. And it's still running. I have no plans to refresh anytime soon. But if we do, we'll put an RFP. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Maybe somebody can make us an app. I don't know. I don't think you need an app for it. You know, we were bottling at Bardstown and they were like, what's the, you know, you had 7cc. What's the 11cc? Is like, everything going to be a number, Cecil Komen? And I'm like, no, no. CC is the, uh, you know, it's two. It's fancy for two. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. We, so we've got our two. So finally, I, so I'm hoping next year <laughs> that we have DD. Uh, CD. Well, there's. There's a oh CD duh, crap I can't count. You can't. can't, you can't <laughs> I can't even decipher a damn code. Good God, CD. Well, yeah, everybody. I'm. I can't wait to get out of the CC so people quit asking me about Cecil Komen stuff. We are one month away from that, but good thing we dropped a little hint there. I'm sure maybe next week we'll be able to talk about what we bottled a little bit more in depth. But I know that if you have been paying attention to our Instagram. Or some other things, you might have a, a sneak peek of of what has already been coming out there and what I deemed as what's new in blue. That's right. Denim blue. It's It looks delicious, too. It is. It tastes. tastes good. <laughs> I hope it tastes good. We're betting the farm on it. That's right. All right. Well, let's go ahead. We'll take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back with some bourbon release news. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify's point-of-sale is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns, from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. And get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's point-of-sale Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash bourbon, all lowercase, and go to shopify.com slash bourbon to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash bourbon. If you're anything like me, then you can't get enough about bourbon. And that's why I'm a subscriber to Bourbon Plus magazine. Bourbon Plus is a quarterly publication that tells the stories from the heart of bourbon, the farmers who grow the grain, the distillers who labor over the process, and the people like you and me who raise their glasses to celebrate it all. Subscribe to Bourbon Plus magazine today at bourbonplus.com, that's P-L-U-S dot com, 
and use code PURSUIT at checkout for $5 off your subscription. Welcome back, everybody. Bourbon release news. It is the end of the year. It's O&D, as they say, which doesn't mean much for anybody that really cares. But we just have a few different new bourbon releases to sit here and talk about. That was the shortest news we've ever had. 13 minutes? I mean, I... Dude, it was two stories. I even, like I said, I was fishing for something interesting to talk about. But there was some stuff about, I think there was some other, uh, like what Crown Royal came out with their first ever NFT. And I was like, okay, we're not talking about that. So what else could we do? I didn't want to fill time up with boring shit. Yeah. So when you pitched me this idea of This Week in Bourbon, I was like, this is what I was envisioning. <laughs> I was <laughs> having nothing to talk about. and But it's been far from the truth because there's been a ton to talk about. But uh, now it's finally come to fruition. Yeah. This is this is what the original vision of This Week in Bourbon was, was a 15-minute show. And now we're like, wait a second, we're not talking for 45 minutes? Exactly. I can actually watch a series with my wife after this. This is great. <laughs> I, I might get done editing before 10 p.m. It might be great. Yeah. All right. Let's not let's let's wrap it up. <laughs> yes. Let's keep going here. So two years ago, still Austin Whiskey Company, they launched their straight bourbon, affectionately known as the Musician, and that was their flagship spirit that took Texas by storm, becoming becoming one of the fastest selling spirits in the history of the Lone Star State. Now the grain to glass distiller is proud to announce that the Musician has a new companion. And they're introducing the artist. It is a 100% straight rye whiskey made from Texas grains. Aged for at least two years and bottled at 99.6 proof, this new flagship rye whiskey represents the culmination of years' effort in which all the ingredients came together perfectly to create the work of art that feels somehow effortless. The artist's straight rye whiskey is now available at the Still Austin Distillery Tasting Room with a suggested retail price of $50, and it will also be available across Texas very soon. Hey, it- is Nancy Fraley still blending for them, or do we know? I don't know about. Was she actually doing stuff for Still Austin? Yeah. I'm, oh yeah. Oh, was she? I have. I'm not entirely sure. But I. The only thing I have to say about this one is I had a, a good opportunity this past week. I did a virtual Pursuit United private tasting with the Lubbock uh, Bourbon Society, so LBS out of Lubbock, Texas. Thank you. Where Texas for Tech is, I think. It is. That is exactly. They were they were sporting the jerseys and everything. Red Raiders. Yes. And Patrick Mahomes, home of Patrick Mahomes. Sorry. <laughs> keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Which is Kansas City's quarterback, as everyone knows. We love Kansas City. We're in Missouri now. Go Raiders and Chiefs. <laughs> all right. You got you got all your teams there knocked out and crossing off all the lists there. Yes. Um, but Nancy Fraley, yes, is that still Austin? The first, so I type in Nancy Fraley, and the first thing that came up was Nancy Fraley still Austin. Oh, well, perfect. Then yep. now we know. But they, the question did come up, and they said they just asked me, just you know, off record, not not about pursued spirits or anything, but just kind of talking about bourbon pursuit, saying you know, have you liked any Texas whiskeys? And I said, you know, we've we've had our our handful of a few, and we did some Balcones picks, but I said. By and large, I think the best whiskey that we've had out of Texas has got to be still Austin. And they oh, were all 1000%. Like, yeah. And they all hand, you know, hands down agreed too. And that's when I saw this and I was like, okay, cool. I'm interested to kind of see what this rye whiskey is all about too. Yeah. Still Austin. I mean, it's, I mean, it's been one of the ones I've, we've really liked. I, I can't, I mean, we've had some interesting stuff from, you know, balconies and whatnot, but, Still Austin's like 
the the first release we had was very solid and the cash strength and then i'm excited to see this ride it's been very solid and it was only like a two-year-old whiskey at the time yes, which it is, was and that's what i remember i liked the proof down version more than i liked the cash strength i'm not too sure what it was but for me i i enjoyed it a little bit more yes i agree and concur on that but uh i mean that's why Nancy, we're supposed to collaborate together. I need to follow up on an email, but that's why I'm so excited to learn from her and blend with her because she's one of the best. Yes, do that. And then maybe throw this one in there too because when I was at the Houston Whiskey Social, a few people came up because we told them the story and everything like that, you know, Pursuit United, blending three states and different distillates to kind of create this. And since we were in Texas, the one thing that always got questioned to me was, well, are you ever going to blend anything with any Texas whiskeys? And I go, well, we haven't really thought about that yet. <laughs> but still, Austin is only probably the only one that I would want to approach about yeah. potentially doing something inside of a United blend and potentially doing that as a Texas-only release or something. I'll send Nancy a message tomorrow. So. Yeah, so I don't know. Well, it's just, it's just ideas are floating because I think it would be a, a fun little thing to do there. Yeah, it would be fun. I'm, all, all right. right. My wheels are turning. I'm going to send her an email right now. All right. Well, you do that. I'm going to start talking about Blue Run because Ooh. they are announcing their final whiskey release of the year. Actually, 12 of them to be exact. And it's the Blue Run Winter Solstice Collection. So this is the second annual Blue Run 12 Days of Bourbon featuring a dozen single barrels. They're all barrel-proof high-rye bourbons. And they're available at one bottling per day starting on Thursday, December 1st, which was yesterday. Sorry, y'all. And they will only be available at bluerunspirits.com slash shop. So each high-ride bourbon barrel featured in the Blue Run Winter Solstice Collection comes from their award-winning batch that was contract distilled by Blue Run Liquid Advisor Jim Rutledge at Castle & Key. It's aged in the dark recesses of the northmost rickhouse. Then they were hand-selected by their whiskey director, Shaylin Gammon with a keen focus on unique flavor profile, depth, and complexity of warm, sweet flavors that pair well with the winter season. The bottling comes offered at full proof. These are all barrel proof uh, from 117.2 to 129 proof. I am not going to go over all the proofs and tasting notes, but it goes like this. So like December 1st, which came out, it was called Meteor. December 2 is Light Year. I'm not going to go to the rest of the dates here, but the next it goes Lunar, Solar, Infinity, Interstellar, Supernova, North Star, Gravity, Constellation, Black Hole, and Cosmic. And each bottling in the Blue Run Winter Solstice Collection is $180. However, if you don't feel like dealing with all that and you just said, you know what? I got the Black Amex. Let's go ahead and throw it down. The complete collection is available for $3,000. Need some money to burn for, you know, the year end, end yeah. of OND and, uh, Get some write-offs or something. That's what I would say. You know, we see Shay in the closet every time at BBC and see what she's working on. I got to try one of these the other day, and I was, like, really impressed with the quality of the the juice. It was it was fantastic. So um, I'm excited for these. They'll sell out, as they did last year, I'm sure, really quickly. Yeah, we, might have, been in the, we might have been in the lab at BBC and saw it and go, we're going to go ahead and just sneak a sample of this. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we snuck one. But uh I and too, I was down there, we were finishing up bottling and I was picking up some cases and the whole team at Blue Run, so I was you know, was able to meet with Devin who does their package design and I was like, dude, you all have the best package in the game. It's like 
I mean, it's beautiful. And uh, Shay was there and John and everyone. So uh, they have a fantastic team. I'm sure these are going to be great. We got to try one. It's going to be good. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'll tell you what they do a great job of is making noise and staying in the news every single week because it feels like we're talking about them all the time on here. <laughs> I love the names of these. Like, why couldn't we think of, like, the northern lights of <laughs> – a whiskey warehouse you know <laughs> that's brilliant like i we're not that creative it's like uh i feel like I i'm love in it. a black hole right now that's all it feels like yeah it's like what what are they going to come out with next year for the the holiday collection mm, that's a good question i mean these are all kind of like to infinity and beyond kind of things here i'd, I'd be we'll see if it's like more down to earth next year maybe it's like types of canyons Maybe it's like Ring of Fire or something. They do all the volcanoes or something. Ooh, ooh. you'll have uh, propane. It's going to be one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Mount St. Helens. And <laughs> and this is bad. Sorry. All right. Our last news. We're just trying to like keep it going because we haven't talked for. I know. So. We're f- trying to fill up airtime. Sorry. Blue run. <laughs> so, we're so. at the expense of you all. <laughs> Our last one here is that Heaven Hill is announcing the release of the 16th edition of Parker's Heritage Collection featuring a double-barreled blended bourbon. This edition consists of 67% 13-year-old Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey that has been double-barreled for four weeks and then blended post-aging with a 33% 15-year-old Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. The 13-year-old from barrels produced in December 2008 was aged on the 5th to 7th floors of Rickhouse Q and then rebarreled into new American white oak barrels with a level 3 char for four weeks. Then it was later blended with a 15-year-old bourbon from barrels that were produced in January 2007, aged on the 2nd and 5th floors of Rickhouse 2. At bottling, this liquid was uncut and non-chill filtered to preserve the complex flavors. The mash bill for this edition is comprised of the traditional 78-10-12 and ultimately bottled at barrel proof, which is 132.2. With the 2022 Double Barreled Blend Edition, Heaven Hill will again contribute a portion of the proceeds for each bottle sold to the ALS Association in honor of Parker Beam, their master distiller Emeritus, with more than $1 million contributed across the Parker's Heritage Collection since 2013. The 16th edition is an allocated product and will be available nationally and internationally in limited quantities at a suggested retail price of $175. All right, I got two thoughts that popped up in my mind initially. So one... I miss that they don't release this bourbon festival week because I remember like Friday morning being kind of slightly, you know, hungover, hungover. from the night before <laughs> waiting it's in easy, the line, way to put it. having like, uh, uh, Ryan Lentz bringing me egg McMuffins from <laughs> McDonald's while we're waiting in line. <laughs> That's shout out to bourbon buddy, buddy there. <laughs> yeah. Um, second is, I'm surprised that with a 13 and 15 year old whiskey that you would double barrel, it seems like it would have enough oak that you would add even more oak to it, but I'm sure they know what they're doing. So that, that's just the second thing that pops in my mind, but I'm sure it's, it's good. They have the luxury that if it didn't turn out well, they go, Oh, well just dump it in Evan Williams. (laughs) That's right. So that's the that's the luxury that they have is that they could they have some barrels they could play with and waste. But I I mean we're gonna we're gonna get a sample of it soon. They told me it was in the mail, so I'm excited to try this and see what it's all about. But you're right, it is interesting to see how everything has been pushed back this year. So I don't know if it's a supply chain, COVID, anything like that of what is still you know 
After Effects from, but we've seen Van Winkle, Antique Collection, and this get pushed back almost like a month or two from where it typically was, uh, in addition to cold weather. So right now we're still getting ready to go through. It's a little cold right now, but usually right now we're starting to start seeing like some snow flurries. So, I mean, literally everything is getting pushed back. Heaven Hill's been knocking out of the park with these uh, old Fitz releases lately. So I'm hoping that this Parker lives up to those too, you know, so I'm sure it will. I mean, I know they had a, a few whiffs in a few years earlier, but I remember the past few years have been pretty good. Yes. Where they've yeah. had the uh, the two bourbon and rye, uh, what the char, char nines or whatever it was. It was, char. it was heavy char. Yeah. 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 They definitely, on the, the malt and the curacao and then- the 11 year was good, but there were like, it was a single barrel. So it was like, depending on what the barrel you got, but the, since they, yeah, did the, it was a rye heavy char and a bourbon heavy char, right? Or no? Yes. Okay. And then now we're doing a double barrel 1350. Okay. But it's not heavy char. It's just double barrel. Toasted. Just double They're getting the toasted train. Everybody's on toasted. Why not? It's actually, I don't think it's toasted. It's just rebarreled into a level three for four weeks. So it's their standard new barrel that they use for all their 78 10 12 which is you're right i'd be interested to see if it is going to be a little bit extra oaky but you know me that sounds right up your alley <laughs> yeah i was about to say uh sign me up i'll take two this one's gonna be for oak lovers <laughs> <laughs> obviously we love heaven hell's mash bill because we're making 78 10 12 at bardstown bourbon company part of the united because we love that mash bill but uh that elijah you know that Elijah Craig, like eight to 12 years, kind of my, once it gets kind of like a little bit over that, it seems to get a little too tannicky and oaky. I know you, you love Elijah Craig 18. So I, I do, which I think it's a little too bitter. Um, no, 23 so is bitter. 18's a little sweet spot, but it's also proof down to what, 90 something. Yeah. So for me, I'm a little nervous about this one because I'm scared it's going to be too oaky, too tannicky, especially like you, when you come off like not that you had like knob creek 18 which was so tannicky uh so i'm just hoping it's not in that kind of uh i'm hoping it's a little softer maybe that's what the rebelling barreling did it uh softened some gave it some new oak yeah. not old oak yeah, i don't know interesting it, it's you know you talk about knob creek 18 i haven't tried knob creek 18 i don't think we what? got a sample i thought we did did we do a review Yes, we did a we did a review. Oh, okay. yeah. I was about to say. I was like, I can't remember if we did or not. Yeah, we did a whiskey quickie on it. Nah, never mind then. I I reserved my comment for what I was gonna say, but I must have probably liked it. Yeah, you did. Well, then then we know we know where I stand in this argument. Yep. Well, Ryan, that's gonna do it for this week in bourbon. All right, shortest one ever, twenty nine minutes and forty seconds. Let's and wrap we, it up. We probably could have shaved off twenty minutes if we didn't just. I know. Lap around rambling. Yeah. Sorry. Well, that's us filling space, but I'm glad you all stuck with us. But stick around with us next week. We'll be back with a little bit more bourbon news. Until then, cheers, everybody. Toodles. Toodles.